This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And this is the old Trailblazer. Yes, the Lord laid upon our heart to bring you these messages we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr. was the old original Trailblazer back there in the 50s and the 60s, and the Lord called him home there early in the 70s, and the Lord laid upon my heart to pick up this broadcast and keep bringing you Thus saith the Lord. And I want to tell you, maybe you've not heard the broadcast before, and I want to tell you that we have a little pamphlet put together here, what we at Radio Missions, what we at the Trailblazer broadcast surely believe. I'd like to send that to you. Let you know a little bit more about our broadcast here, who we are. We're not, we're not uh, off the wall, my friend, no. And then we bring you a series of studies on uh, the RSV Bible, the errors all there, the, what we call the Antichrist Bible. And we have a little pamphlet that we've put together, three or four pages, bringing out the error, just a little uh, snapshot of the errors, a little, a little, little small amount of uh, text that we've taken out of these various and sundry titles and want to just show you the difference. We compare those things with the old King James Version Bible, which we stick with here, and I'll be glad to send that to you. It's notes and Bible revert notes on Bible reversion. If you call me, call me on the telephone. My phone number is area code 225-664-8658. And I'll be glad to take your call give you a little more background about the old trailblazer. But we're bringing you this series of studies on the Antichrist Bible, and today we're looking at the modernist attitude towards the great fundamental doctrines. I wish you'd take notice. For us to better understand why this group of modernistic scholars have mutilated the Bible as they did, let's look at their devilish attitude towards the great fundamental doctrines of the Bible and their attitude towards the moral problems of life. When we understand their attitude a little better in these two respects, and we shall say their philosophy. Yes, that's a great word, isn't it? Their philosophy. Then we will more clearly understand how the spirit of Antichrist has dominated them and controlled them and led them to do this dastardly act of this translation and call it, and call it, Revised Standard Version. We call it the Antichrist Bible. Our modernists express their attitude in these words. Now listen. We, we liberal clergymen, are no longer concerned about the virgin birth of Christ, for it makes no difference to us whether Christ was born of a virgin or not. Now my friend, that ought to knock you out of your chair. That's their spirit. That's their attitude. Let me read that again. We liberal clergymen, isn't that a pitiful word, clergyman? Oh, they marked the hospital's parking spot, clergy. Well, my friend, there's no such a thing as clergy. You either are a God-called pastor and a preacher and, a, and, a, and, and sending out God's word, or are you just someone with a, with a white collar turned around backwards? Oh, listen, my friend, but listen what they say. Yeah, I know it. I'm all stirred up this morning, but we got folks going to hell. Some of you folks out there on your road to hell and don't know it. Would you listen? They say we clergymen, we liberal clergymen are no longer concerned about the virgin birth of Christ, for it makes no difference to us whether Christ was born of a virgin or not. Now, my friend, it makes a lot of difference. If he was not virgin born, then he's not our Savior. Oh, listen. 
Their attitude towards the resurrection of Christ is expressed in these words, speaking about the resurrection. We have more important things to preach than such trivial things as the resurrection of Christ. We're not concerned whether or not the tomb was empty 20 centuries ago. Listen now, isn't isn't this something? Isn't this something, my friend? I just recently brought a series of studies here on the trailblazer on the soon coming of our blessed Lord. I wish you'd call and order those tapes. It's about 25 or 30 messages on tape. My friend, they're eye-opener. Did you know our Lord soon returned? These fellows say, we don't care if that tomb was empty or not. We don't care if he went back to heaven or not. But listen, my friend, that tomb is empty. That tomb in Joseph's garden is empty. You can go over there to the Holy Land and take one of those tours, and they'll show you where Peter denied the Lord. And all of that. My friend, that's all malarkey. That don't mean a thing in this world. But listen, these folks, these folks, these liberal uh, scholars, as they call themselves, they said, oh, we have more important things to preach than the trivial things such as a resurrection of Christ. And my friend, I stand behind my pulpit Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, week after week, night after night. And if I didn't have the knowledge and the confidence that my Lord was raised from the dead, I wouldn't have anything to preach. I wouldn't. Listen. They said, we're not concerned whether the tomb was empty 20 centuries ago. One of their numbers said, "Uh, listen, we're not concerned about religion. It's our business to guide our people along social and economic lines. Oh, my friend, I'm being sarcastic, certainly. But can't you just see the, the, the devil influence in those folks? Say, we're not concerned about religion. No, and I'm not either. You know what religion is, folks? It's one man's opinion. It's our business to guide our people along social and economic lines. Well, that's not my business, my friend. My business is to preach the gospel to lost sinners. Call sin, sin. Call sin. You say you call sin, sin, pastor? I sure do. I had a young preacher with me not long ago, and I said, well, preacher, I call names in my pulpit. He said, you call names? I said, yes, I do. I call their number first. We're not going to have, we're not going to have, we're not going to allow someone to come here and sit in our sanctuary and shack up with some uh, some uh, un- ungodly relationship and smile while I'm preaching. And they're there all the time shacking up. No, I call their number. I tell them to clean out or clear out. Clean up or clear out. That's right. And if they don't do it, then I call their name. Oh, listen, my friend. They go on to declare that morals are out of date. Morals are out of date. That they are concerned about creating a social order in which poverty and ignorance will be banished. Oh, my friend, these modernists have eliminated prayer from their church services. Very few cases where they still have some older members who demand a prayer meeting. The old-timey prayer meetings, all gone, my friend. Now, here at Radio Mission, we have prayer every morning. We have prayer meeting before our staff goes to work. Fifteen or twenty of our people here, we come together in our prayer room, and we pray and thank the Lord for those things and call on the Lord to save you out there. Call on the Lord to bless the old trailblazer broadcast. Then we have prayer every Sunday night before we have our Sunday service. Our folks stand and call out unto the Lord, wanting to be saved. Those who are not saved, they stand up and they say, Pastor, I want to be saved. Will you pray for me? 
and then others stand up and tell of the exceeding grace of God manifested in their lives, how they were once lost, and the Lord awakened them and saved them. And now they want to tell everybody they come in contact how the Lord blessed their heart when the Lord gives them an occasion to do that, my friend. But listen, these folks here who have done all this dastardly works, they consider prayer a hangover from the superstitious past. Oh, no. Listen, I have folks come in here from out of town, never been here before, and spend them time with us, and we come to our prayer time, praise and prayer time, and folks stand up and say, Pastor, I'm a lost sinner. I want to be saved. And some of these folks who are visiting, their eyes get big as a, big as a saucer. They never heard. I had a man tell me not long ago, after sitting through one of our prayer services for 45 minutes, he come to me later and said, Pastor, we don't have anything like that in my church where I go to church up there in North Carolina. We just don't hear that kind of stuff. But listen, 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 he was happy to be here. Oh, listen, no longer do folks to those people teach the Bible to their people, but they center on what now? Recreation, as they express it. Oh, they've turned the upper room into the supper room. They've turned the prayer meeting into a, into a social club, and they express it as teaching their young people how to live together and how to get along with dumb animals, my friend. Yes, how to live together in an unmarried situation. In other words, they preach only a social gospel. That's what we have. Now, my friends, you can put your head in the sand and, and, and not believe what I'm saying if you want to, uh, but we're facing we're facing those terrible times or here that the Apostle Paul spoke of, of uh, those perilous times. Well, they're here. He wasn't speaking about the, uh, uh, the stock market, the Dow Jones averages. He wasn't speaking about those things. He was speaking about religious, spiritual times or perilous. Now, what are, what are perilous times? It's when we have unsaved preachers standing behind the pulpit, spouting off all of this little, little stuff that they know, teaching where Noah's Ark landed in all of those things, my friend, that's not important. You know, the only thing you have to know to be saved is that you're a sinner and Christ died for sinners. I tell my folks week after week, time after time, the old, trail, old trailblazer gets on his on his nail keg here or on his soapbox and stands up and rears up and says, you're going to repent or go to hell. That's what I tell my folks here. And you know what? The Lord has given me someone to speak to. They say, oh, nobody listens to that old trailblazer. Well, I'm on 35 radio stations uh, every day of the week, Monday through Friday, all over this country. If you'd write me, I'll send you a log of them. Then we have the Voice of Truth broadcast here. It's on 45 different broadcasts every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Sunday evening during those times. And the Lord's supplying the needs, the sending, sending folks to pay for those broadcasts. I can't pay for them. I don't have anything to pay for them with. But the Lord is honoring and blessing this broadcast as we go out. Oh, I know everyone won't have it. I have folks call me and call me old crackpot, old speckle bird, and those things, but my heart goes out to them, my friend. Do you know one day, if they never repent, they'll have to stand before their great, great white throne judgment, and the Lord will look at them and say, depart from me. I never knew you. Oh, my friend, our modern-day preachers, those who have translated or tried to translate or tried to interpret our God's word. I don't see anything wrong with the authorized King James Version. Do you? I don't know why some smart aleck had to take it on his own to write a new version except to make money. Oh, but listen, they preach a social gospel. I, I, I just I stand amazed at how shallow our religious world is today. They think if you call yourself religious or if you go to some church, 
If you go to a church, or if you went to a church 30 years ago and made a decision for Jesus, don't matter how you lived, my friend. All of those years don't matter. But now they say you're still saved. They go back in the archives of the old church and look there on the books and they say, well, you know, back there in 1935, this individual made a decision for Jesus. He had to be saved. He made a decision. Well, my friend, that's not worth a paper it's written on. Are you saved? Can you look up tonight, this morning, whenever, and say, thank you, Lord, for saving an old sinner like me. Thank you, Lord, for that old trailblazer. He's being true to my soul. And, Lord, if you lay it on my heart, I'm going to help him with the broadcast. Would you do that? I'll just challenge you. Would you ask the Lord to lay it on your heart what to give? Maybe you can't give a thing. Pray for me. Spend some time in prayer. Go to your prayer closet. You have a prayer closet, my friend? Walk out there on the levee, back there in the that back road, somewhere on the back 40. You old 18-wheeler drivers, you pull off on the shoulder there at a rest stop somewhere. Ask the Lord for the old trailblazer. Then sit down and send me a, a gift for keep the broadcast going on. Send me your name and address. I'll send you a log of where all these broadcasts are. And you can hear them different times of the day or the night up there in Cincinnati, Ohio. We're on there at, I think, 3.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. And truckers... Many, many truckers write me and say, Old Trailblazer, your broadcast makes my day. Keep this old 18-wheeler between the white lines, and I appreciate it. Would you do that for me? Oh, my friend, we're going to get into our study in our next study, telling you of how these folks' attitude is towards God's Word. They have taken it, taken it out of context, taken it completely out of order, and written it down, and folks are eating it, swallowing it, gobbling it up. I have folks come in the bookstore and they said, our pastor said, don't use one thing except the NIV, the New International Version. I said, well, you can't get it here. We don't sell it. It's trash. It's nothing but trash. This is the old trailblazer. Uh, remember my mailing address? It's the old trailblazer. Post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Brother Albert Pendora saying, write me. Pray for me. If you would, until next time, may God's blessings rest upon you. Goodbye. And God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. 